0: Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to uh, another episode of Insidian Interviews. I'm here today with Jake from Twin Sons. Hello. Hello. So, Jake, uh, when did you start playing and
1: writing music, mate? So, I started playing guitar when I was... I got a guitar for my 15th birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was knocking about on that for a bit. And then ended up going on bass, and then ended up switching back to guitar about three years ago. And I've just on, stuck on guitar since.
0: Interesting. So you know when you started uh, knocking about on guitar and moved to bass, uh, yeah,
1: yeah. How long? How long did you spend on each at that point in time? So I've been playing the guitar for a year and a half slow progress yeah and i was looking to join a band and i knew that a lot of bands in our age because i was about 16 so this is just after i left school mm. i know a lot of bands that have you know did have 10 guitarists better than me lining up but everyone always seems to be struggling for a bass player
0: yeah that so, is true that is true yeah
1: so i bought myself a And I wasn't, obviously, wasn't the most competent on guitar at that point. Might argue I'm still not. But, uh, so, I bought uh, Squire Bass for, like, 50 quid. And I ended up, because my two lads I went to school with had just started a band and they couldn't get hold of a bass player. And I just went down there. Jan, they, they... did all right. They, uh, I think they were just desperate to have a bass player. It was is a hassle for him. So and then that was the first band I was in. That was more like uh, I don't mind it, but not my style. It was more like you know doing Led Zeppelin covers yeah. and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I get yeah. I I mean yeah. I personally love Led Zeppelin, but I can understand why they're not anyone like other people's cups of tea. If you get what I mean.
1: Yeah, it's not a matter of don't like them, but it's a matter of...
0: not oh, what, you I enjoyed mean, playing?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. it was like, you know, we had fun doing it, but I just thought after, let's say, about six, seven months of doing it, and then I was my friend George, who you know, Yeah, beautiful uh, no He was talking about starting a band, and I just thought, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather be halfway up a ladder I want to be on, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. So what were the first songs you learned on guitar then, if you don't mind me asking?
1: Well, the first song I learned on guitar was, I think. think, uh, Adam's Song by Blink-182.
0: Oh, that really depressing one that's really sad. Yeah. Yeah. Absolute
1: anthem, mate.
0: Anthem. Yeah. I remember listening to that all the time. I listen to it every day now that I work, like, what, all of half term. And they're like, yeah, tell so my mum it's <laughs> <my> fault, mate. <laughs> uh, <so. laughs> when did uh, Twin Suns form as a band?
1: Well, as, as the current lineup, um, sometime during lockdown, because obviously before that, it was episodes that started with me, Matt. Who's still in the band? Mm. George, as mentioned, and Jack, and then so that was about twenty sixteen, methinks. Yeah. Um, obviously, then a couple dropped out, and then uh, you know, certain people quit and rejoined three times, <laughs> um, and then when it ended up, uh, the lineup we have now, but with a different singer. And that was probably, I had that going for about a year, recorded yeah. some stuff, which paid a lot for. <laughs> but, um, and then in the lockdown, uh, something happened, basically. I'm yeah. not going to divulge on that, but.
0: It, no it, need. Bas-
1: basically, we, we was without a singer. And then. Yeah. For a friend, uh she said, um, oh, my brother my brother sings. If you want to uh, get in touch with him, he might be able to help you find a singer. And um, we just spent because when our singer, our old singer, uh, Jack was primarily the songwriter. Yeah. You know, I mean we all contribute, we all put our own parts in, but the bulk of the songs were all his thing. Yeah. And I get then it, obviously yeah. when it when he went. Obviously, it's like, fuck, we're not have any songs now, shit. But then it was a lot of down, you know, we all had Logic and whatever. It was just like, well, fuck yeah. it. You know, we've got nothing here but time on our hands. Mm. You know, and then me, I started writing uh, It's some funny shit. <laughs> it's like this 80s funky disco David Bowie thing, which never got oh, new yeah.
0: Before. But So, like, let's dance, that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, it's like a cross between that and the police, and then the end, and then sorry, uh, <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> and then at the end, it went some like sixties rock, like Jefferson Airplane thing.
0: Yeah, so I get
1: you. It's certainly interesting. It's not, it's nothing you could really use, but it's certainly interesting.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, um, because we've got we've got like a similar story to you guys over the lockdown. So like, I mean. Well, a lot of people that list are listening to this know that uh, know that my project is an instrumental project, but you, uh, because me and Jake actually have known each other for a very long time, haven't we, Jake?
1: Yeah, must be. Was it Norton we met? Yes, yeah, so like yeah we met in Norton. Seven years,
0: seven years seven ago, years. so we've we've been like mates quite a while, and yeah, you, man. Jake, knows that insidious. Um, uh insidia didn't start out as an instrumental project it started out as an acoustic no. duo and then um i simply adapted it into an instrumental project to simply keep it going until i found another singer to complete the duo but we found uh, our new singer over the course at lockdown as well i mean with, with the old singer it, it she she did contribute to some songs, but she didn't contribute all of it. So we can still keep the music and that. But, yeah, yeah. Um, we we've had that that sort of experimental phase where it's like you were saying the, the Bowie sort of like let's dance as I said like sort of style. We're trying at the minute to to branch into being a bit more than just an acoustic duo and implement the um. The instrumental stuff more, but uh, we're, we're having a hard time with it. But this, this interview is not about Insidia, <laughs> it's about you guys, so uh, yeah, we well, not that... both. Oh, uh, I know, maybe, but what I'm interested in though is uh, where did you get the name Twin Sons for the band?
1: Well, it got to be obviously. When Ben joined, which is the single we've got now, uh, yeah, he put a good point forward as just like you know what we are because he'd heard some of the old stuff. It's just like what you are now to what you were when you were episodes. Yeah, and I think we're, for a bit we're still technically under that name, but <clears throat> excuse me. <laughs> but um, right. he sort of said like, you know, new lineup, it's all new songs, kind of thing. It's just like. I mean, we just get a new name, and it's just like you know, just like a complete fresh start. Other than the fact that you know, there's obviously four of the five bands were still there before, but yeah, you know, we we sort of agreed, like, yeah, and we were struggling on the name. We come up with some different ones that we nearly went with, some funny ones, but I was just uh, I had a nerd moment. I was watching uh, I was on Disney Plus watching Rebels. Ah. Uh, and I just I was just scrolling through the episodes and I seen one of the episodes which is quite a big one for any uh, Star Wars fans out there that uh, I just seen the name of the episode Twinsons and I just thought it looked like a good band name and with that at first first, not everyone was on board with it but eventually ground them all down and so I was just like because anyone who's band knows like particularly in this day and age like you know, all the ones you come up with are either shit or you come up with a good one and it's, you know, you look and go on Spotify or whatever, and there's 70 bands called the same thing. Yes, and that's it, true. It, it, It's a pain in the arse when you just want to concentrate on the music itself. You know, yeah. realistically, a name, unless it's completely fucked up, uh, a name's not that... Imp- I don't want to say it's not important, but it's not in that important in the grand scheme of things. I get what you're saying. I mean,
0: it's like with us, uh, you know, when we first, we were originally going to be called Inside, but we looked it up. Uh, There was a guy who goes by the name Inside on Spotify, and I immediately turned around and said, right, backtrack, backtrack. We can't use that name because he's got like 50k followers. And, you know, I was like, there's no way because everyone that looks us up will find him because of the algorithm. Yeah, yeah. Get me? that's, fi- that's and it's that's your branding. Fi- it's your branding, isn't it, really? Your name is your branding, the same as your logo, really. They're just as important as one another. They've become synonymous with you
1: Yeah, yeah. There's, there's another thing to be said about that as well because, like, on Spotify, you go on and it can get a bit disheartening looking that there's that many with the same name, but... You know, you look at most of them and, like, you know, it's a guy who's got, like, some Some you look at, have got literally zero monthly listeners and they've had no views. And I, my advice in that would, don't worry about them. It's only, it's only when you come across, you know, you can't call yourself the, the Beatles or the Eagles.
0: Yeah, for exactly. Obvious, for
1: obvious reasons. But
0: exactly. Think... You're not going to top them in terms of popularity.
1: That's and my, my, my view on it or some may disagree but my view on it is like if there's a band of a similar level or you know a small really small level when you're starting out with like the same name but you want the name because like i said it's a pain in the arse yeah name, but you, will, you won't think it but it is but oh just, it is
0: I, yeah definitely agree with I, you there I,
1: I just look at it as like all right, we'll see who gets big first. then.
0: <laughs> well, I, I mean, like, what was it with me? Like, I was um, at one point, I was, I was sort of dating a lass who works for PRS, believe it or not, uh, not the guitar makers, but the uh, Performers' Rights Society. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I was talking to her, and there's. <laughs> When when me and uh, Rose, who is the old singer, everyone, she's not the new singer, she's the old singer, the stuff before is coming out, but she's not coming back. She's gone. The future's not very rosy. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, isn't it? <laughs> I might use that at some point. But, uh, yeah, uh, what were it? Yeah, bad <laughs> Yeah, good one, that. Um, we we were looking at... Um, we were looking at the amount of artists that there are on Spotify called Insidia. And there are quite a few. And I mean, at this point bigger than those artists in terms of monthly listeners and streams. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, t- um, I talked to the last that I was like talking to at the time and she said to me, you know, if you if you're if you're say you're in UK region, let's say example from your perspective. You guys go so to yeah. So you yeah. can go and you can file with the government to actually trademark the name so that no one else can take it. And that way, if anyone else takes the name Twin Sons, you can actually message them and go, Oi, guess what? And they'll go, What? And you go, Take it down, take it all down. You can be a proper dickhead about it if you want. But yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking about doing it, but I've not had any need to do it. And plus, it costs a lot of money and yeah. uh, as it stands in uk insidia is my insidia is the only insidia that exists until until someone comes along and they start doing better than me and i will probably count down on that trademark because i've been about longer
1: well uh it's going back to like uh when i was on about blink 182 they were originally called blink mm. but obviously in their infancy given about if you actually, I think, if you look at, uh, if you're a Blink and you know the first album, Chesh Kat,
0: uh, Yeah.
1: there's actually pressing still where they're still called Blink, but uh, this, mm. Irish te- this Irish this techno band, which, I, by the way, I don't think anyone's heard of. Um, I since, didn't even know there was another band
0: called Blink.
1: Yeah, but yeah, like I said, they they were called Blink, and they made them change the name, and... Uh, I don't actually know what the one eight two stands for. There's a whole fucking but, thing on it, but, but yeah. thing it. You
0: see, you, you see that Irish band knowing how trademark. That Irish band or duo or whatever must have spent an awful, awful lot of money to trademark their name. that's where it Blinks from in it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. San Diego, I believe. <clears throat> yeah, so
0: like that Irish band. You know, it, it would have been okay, it would have been reasonable for them to trademark it in just Ireland, right? But the, the, but they actually had the foresight to go ahead and trademark it in the US, thinking, hyping themselves up, being like, right, we're going to be rock stars, we're going to take over US. Like you see, yeah. In, from my point of view, I won't ever do that. I don't. Which though just to protect so, myself.
1: To be fair though, to the to the Irish blink. Like that, like you say, no, we're going to trademark it because we're going to be the one. You do have to have that belief in a band that you are going to be the one, you know, that's mm. going to go out there and tear it up. You know, you've got to have that belief and confidence in yourself and what you're doing.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. But you have to. You have to. It's uh,
1: but obviously, the. I don't. I don't really know what they're doing. They might have done all right on a smaller level, but obviously, we we all we we all we all know the far more successful blinkers, Let's put it that way.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's one of those things you've got scale it. I believe as you go along. So if you're if you're like regional, let's say you've got a lot of success in UK. Yeah, it makes sense to trademark your name in UK. Of course, it does because you'll have. have, Yeah. Yeah. But if you're going to go, oh, well, France, France, uh, we're going to conquer them next. Don't trademark your name in France until you've, you know, got to a good level in France.
1: Trademark blinkers, Blanc. (laughs) Blanc. (laughs) Stonks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's like the stonks man attitude of it, really, isn't it? But... It's uh, it's it's just one of them. Like I said, like, when we decided we were going to be called that, like, we had a look, and there wasn't many bands called it. There certainly wasn't any big bands called Twins. Yeah. And it was just a bit like, uh, uh, let's have it, basically. Yeah, <laughs>
0: uh, I I imagine. I mean, as well, like, it's quite niche think speaking of star wars because that's where you got it from star wars rebels weren't it
1: i'm gonna yeah. make you self
0: implode because i know you very very well you know what i'm right. about to ask about what were your thoughts on equal trilogy
1: all right <laughs> here um, we go <laughs> if I could sum it up in a few words even though this isn't band related by the way uh so in a fine. few words, uh, just nonsensical garbage.
0: <laughs> all right. Awesome. Like, I don't, I don't,
1: I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to go into the tangent because I will do. But uh, <laughs> I feel sorry I for every, I feel sorry for every actor who was part of that. That all got the shit from it, and I don't blame any of the actors whatsoever. They all, they all did the jobs to the best they could. Right.
0: So, how do you feel about him taking um, speaking of music? Because this is a music podcast. How do you feel about him taking John Williams' uh, classic
1: score? Say that again. Sorry.
0: How do you feel about him taking uh, John Williams' uh, classic score and using it?
1: Um, do not necessarily bother me. I mean, John Williams is an absolute gangster. <laughs> Let's just put it that way.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah. I agree.
1: Some so, of his, it, it, if I had, obviously don't take much, I don't, it's hard to be doing what we're doing and being influenced by film. And obviously, I know some of the stuff you've done, where you know you, you did your mates' uh, soundtrack and whatever. Mm. You know, a lot of yours is a lot of yours is very uh, soundtrackable. Let's put it that way, yeah. scorable of what you do. Um, yeah. But for me, like John Williams, is like he's just the best. I know, like, obviously, there's Hans Zimmer and there's a lot of others, but, you know, uh, Bill Concey, whatever you want to choose. But, but, uh, to Yvette, like, yeah, John Williams just awesome, you know. The, you know, I, I do nerd out a little bit. Like, to me, I actually listened to a lot of his stuff, like actual songs, you know. You've got uh, Jewel of Fates, which is awesome, the main theme, which is incredible. great. Oh. Uh, even the it the binary <laughs> yeah. yeah or, the Darth, yeah, no. yeah. or uh, the Darth Maul song as it is <laughs> probably known somewhere but um, <laughs> even the uh, binary Sons from uh, yeah. New Hope well, where, where Luke's like looking over, over the, at the twin Sons, funnily enough and like yeah yeah, uh, yeah uh, on Tatooine like that that is fucking oh it's it's just top shit any anyone who yeah. appreciates film score, John he Williams was, um, is like John Williams is like the
0: Beatles in point. I, I don't want to get too much onto film score, but you do. just some fun trivia for everyone, and you as well. John Williams was not the um, the first choice for the Star Wars soundtrack. He wasn't. He was actually working around a temp track, uh, so a temp track in film score speak is you get something and the director says to you, do something similar to this. And John Williams apparently just went, looked at it and went, right, I'm going to go off the rails. And he went off the rails and he he didn't have to go off the rails, but he did that. He did that for us.
1: Yeah, well, (laughs) that's where... You take the risk, it As a right, it's like you know, it's like if you're a session musician, like you could go in and uh, someone could just, mm-hmm. say, oh, just play a simple little solo in this key, and then you could just be like, right, I'm gonna fucking shred here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You,
0: know, you, you take it'd, that it'd risk. Be an alien on beat it. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah, exactly. Something like that, you know. You know, I just want a simple little thing. It's just like you You take that risk, cause. You're, if you're confident in yourself or what you're doing, Um it, it, it's the same on any level of even our level of writing songs. Like, you know, one other yeah. lads could have an idea and you're like, I feel strongly about putting this on it. Do you know what I mean? And it could, it, yeah. could, it, it could work. They could be like, what the fuck? Didn't expect that. Or yeah, they could just be like... It
0: works for you, doesn't it? Like, it's... But,
1: or you could get the uh, you could get the old um I, I like it but can just you uh, tweak do... it a <laughs> bit can <laughs> yeah. you just tweak it a bit so it sounds nothing like what you're doing <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah <But laughs> it's, it's like... good because it opens you up to like other people's influences and um <laughs> speaking of influences who would you say you guys as a band uh who would you say your biggest influences are
1: well, the, the good thing about our band is, like, we're not all, like... Well, say you look at a band like uh, like Oasis, where it's all <laughs> the Beatles. Obviously, they have other influences, but, you know, that was, like, let's yeah. just say the major one. You know, we all have different things that make us want to play. I mean, like, you know, Matt and George like fucking metal music you know it's not necessarily my thing i don't know some of it a little bit but it's you know whereas i'm like we all how can i say we're all like uh we're all like a different page of the same book kind of thing where it comes to influences i'd, yeah, I'd say yeah i'd say as a band you know uh the big one the big one would probably be that we all really like, it'd probably be the uh, chili peppers, uh, the killers, mm. um, maybe Chili Pe- especially when Ben on, because Ben's not a conventional singer. He comes from like a rap.
0: Yeah, I background. could hear that. I could hear that when I was listening to uh, history. He, he's got a yeah, very, I mean. he's got a flow that's not, how um, like, do I put him in? Uh, any singers that I've worked with, he's not like that. He's more like a, yeah, he's more like a rapper. That was the first thing. And he's got a very, he's very fast, yeah, right, yeah. with his delivery. And he's, um, I mean, it's all rhyme, which you don't have to, it's just saying, uh, but sometimes it does. And it's like, uh, I feel like there's a bit of Eminem in there. I don't know if he's going to listen to this and go, nah, that guy's dead wrong. But I could feel some Eminem with uh, how he was flowing. Um, but I'm not really a big rap guy, so I wouldn't know who exactly 100% his influencers are no. and who shit. Some Eminem. And i could. shit. Uh, it was strange hearing it on an indie tr- sort of indie rock style track. It worked. It worked really well. Yeah. yeah. Well, but,
1: we, we all had a similar but, thoughts, because obviously... Oh, well, I'm not going to speak for anyone else, but the the way in my, uh, in my head it was always going to be was, like, some strokes esque Oasis-y, Strokes-y kind of thing. Oh, it's different for the other members of the band, because, you know, not that they anyone in the band dislikes that, but... Like I said, we've all got different things that make us do what we want to do. So when Ben joined, it was a bit like fucking, you know, I don't I don't even know what to do here. Are we a rap band now or what? Like, but yeah. in a in a but the thing that actually just said, like, we're gonna because stuff like that can just be like, you know what, no, we're not gonna take the risk. But we there's like a good fucking chemistry about it. You know, it felt like you know, it felt like it all you you'll know when you join a band. I mean, you can still yeah. have a good time. You can still have a good time in a band anyway, because playing music's just fun. I think a lot of people forget that. But
0: Yeah, it is, yeah.
1: But when you've when you actually fucking get that sort of feeling of like this is for oh, this is fucking different, but I like it. And yeah. It, it adds some, like you know. I, I think when you tell anyone like what what kind of music you play, I don't like saying we're an indie band. I mean, it's the easiest thing to label as, You know that mm-hmm. is the, the probably the majority. Mm-hmm. You know, it was almost my view, my kind of thing when. Yeah. I was. I'm, I'm like the. I was the first one in the band. Well, me and George. But when obviously you you all remember me and George fucking. Shutting about college in a leather jacket and quiffs and sunglasses, thinking with the bollocks. Yeah. Like we're in, <laughs> yeah. like, 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 like we're in a Kings of Leon or something. But like... Um... I, could
0: hear it. I could hear sex on fire whenever you were walking towards me, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, we had that. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. I was like, oh, yeah. there's George and Jake. Here they yeah. come. Yeah. Fucking posh fuckers.
1: <laughs> like... Gosh, yeah, I'm from low. I love them low edges. I love you now, but uh, <laughs> but like you know, that was always my sort of view from it. And obviously, it, when when you add different members, even if you sort of like the same thing, that's that's what I like about a band like where yeah. even, ben, even Ben who comes from like a I've talked I've talked to him a few times. Like when they played live, as they're like he was in a hip hop R and B duo as well. Yeah. Excuse me called No Pretending, Mm. and they were doing that first, you know, but um, he, like, he, like, said, like, the band, he he summed it up probably the best. It's just, like, it's just, just like, five fucking weirdos that just, like, come together to do this, like, thing, and, like, it's, you know, he said, like, he saw I'd been in an R&B duo, you know, he liked what he was doing and whatever. But, like, when you're a band, and the good thing about it's, a band um, is It's even, a melting
0: pot of different influences and different yeah, so, styles. So yeah, even,
1: I get you. Even, like, a lot of people will go, oh, that band sounds like that. That's, no band ever really truly... Unless you've got five people on the same page of ripping someone off, right? Which Aye, is Oasis. I'm not even going to justify that with a response but um uh, (laughs) like you know every but like you could say like oh uh you know artsy monkeys sound like the stroke but artsy monkeys all that you you can definitely see the similarities right yeah it's it's a different thing because everyone every band member is bringing like a completely different playing style yeah uh, you know, that's why I kind of like, as our band, even if someone brings in, like, the majority of a song, like, I bring one in, or Matt, or Josh, or George, whoever, as, as a piece of music, not not including the lyrics, but, like, you know, Matt, say like, Matt brings one in, his idea is this, but then, like, George and Josh, who are, by the way, like, really good fucking players of their instrument, yeah. like, you know... With me, I, I'm like I'm just like uh open chord centric, <laughs> but uh, but like George is a bass player, he can do all the mad fucking like the mad fucking slapping shit. It's just like yeah. put it this way: when I was bassist in the band, I, I uh, uh, it wasn't particularly uh, me doing any of that shit. But you, like you said, like when, like Matt brings one in, and then like Josh is like, I'm gonna put this fucking beat on it, and it like
0: yeah. It changes I mean, it. It changes the dynamic and what yeah.
1: Well, this is like if you go back to history, which is um now on all major platforms, by the way. Oof. Yeah, to, guys, yeah, check, check it out
0: on, it on Spotify. Um, yeah.
1: I still have the original demo on my uh, laptop, what Matt sent me, and it it's largely the it's it's like let's, do you want to say like seventy percent it's like a demo, obviously. It's like seventy percent of what is there. Right. I, mm. I, I think where, where I learned... Cause I, I was very happy just playing what he'd written for it. Right. You know, I like really like what he'd done for it. So I just, just played, I changed, like, one little bit. But but when you actually hear that... Because I've listened to them, like, side by side before. And it's just like, when you hear the demo and mm. you hear what was recorded with what Josh and George put on it when they fucking put their thing on it it's like night and day do you know what i mean yeah exactly
0: it's very different
1: and it was just fucking it it's it's just fucking awesome do you know what i mean Um... i get you yeah you're hearing the development of it like in the studio
0: speaking of studio jake um you guys uh recently signed on to uh ramble on records uh how are recordings? you? How, 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 record, record, records and recordings. Yeah. I think of them it's the same thing. how, how is uh I how's Good that going? I think Clubburn will have
1: a, yeah. Yeah. Will have a
0: uh, <laughs> Oh well you see, see I'm sorry, Steve, but it's ramble on records to me until you sign me as well. Uh so uh
1: it looks like Dave Grohl anyway, doesn't it? Uh, but, he? He um, does,
0: doesn't he? He's got another confession to make. He's not happy with this podcast because I didn't see oh. recordings. <laughs> so uh yeah, uh, how are you enjoying that experience? Is it good? Um
1: It is good. Like obviously, like we there's a hesitation from signing at verse us because it's like you don't wanna you don't wanna just fucking go and dive in the shallow end of a pool without know what you're jumping into.
0: Yeah, and then breaking also- your neck
1: yeah exactly. Also yeah. for us, you know, but we've got no like divine right to be signed, you know if, even if, yeah. if obviously like been going a lot of years all included, but is if you think realistically if you count in this line this lineup and if you we start to sort of count this as a new band anyway. Yeah. You know, so you think that's only been going since lockdown. All the songs have been written since then we did not we didn't want to do anything we did before. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. like you know and it's so it's we had no divine right to be fucking signed, you know, we're still a really new band in that context. Yeah, true, you true know? true.
0: Yeah. Not even but at not the same even, time. Even, but at the same not, time it's good though, because like even though you're a new band it's good because it means that you're in a studio and you're uh, you're working with someone like I know Steve Steve might not remember me but uh, I, I was oh, a I don't think actor. anyone
1: I don't think anyone could fuck you, forget you I
0: don't uh, no, I don't know <laughs> you see if he'd let me get a guitar out in front of him I think he'd remember me even more <laughs> I think everyone remembers me when I get a guitar out. But uh, oh, yeah. Steve, when I was working with him like, at work, he was a DJ, and he'd always come by and be like, hey, Kyle, you're doing good. I'd be like, I'm all right, Steve, I'm all right. Meanwhile, yeah, in I, awesome I was just man, like, Steve? yeah, he's lovely. In my head I was just there thinking like, right, so and I'm looking about in glass collecting room, and I'm thinking, how many different ways are there here for me to commit seppuku? And, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so... Uh yeah, yeah, but when he'd walk by it was a lovely time. But uh yeah. But Steve seems like he's very experienced in his field which is producing. I can't talk about the mixing or all like that. I mean like yeah I, of I've course. only I've, I've only heard what he's done for you and uh, Harry Larkin. Uh yeah. yeah, and I mean very separate from like people that I've worked with on different Federico on Metal, I've worked with Dominic Farrand on Metal and Dominic Farrand on Acoustic and, that. and I know that Steve probably knows them. And, um, yeah, uh, yeah. If it came from me, I'd say Dominic, and Dominic's listening to this, Dominic, I didn't know what you, I think it's supposed to be something you've looked at one time, Dominic, I'd say really all round, uh, I've only heard, I'd say you and you guys have it, like I call uh, the, I don't like to stay indie because I know you don't want to be pigeonholed in that. But you, you're more pop like, more, more, sort of. More commercial. Uh, not, your you're, you're, your,
1: uh, your uh, mic's going out a little bit again, mate. Right?
0: Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. I'd say That's you guys good. and yeah, I'd say you guys and like Harry's. Harry Larkin are like more veering towards commercial pop, but without being chart stuff. Like talking about having a wet ass pussy and stuff like that. You're oh mate, you
1: want more... heard the next single?
0: <laughs> oh mate, <laughs> believe me, believe me. The some smith- of the smith- stuff that's coming up from Insidious gonna shock you, mate. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. You're gonna be like Kyle, Kyle. <laughs> someone get him in an institution. <laughs> Please, he's <laughs> depressed. He's really sad. Someone help him. Um, But yeah, like, I'd say, I think that Steve's got, like, he, he's clearly got a grasp on the style that you and Harry are doing, Harry Larkin are doing. And I yeah. think that he's, he's probably the best guy for you guys to be with.
1: Well, yeah, because... Obviously, in the uh, episodes, days uh, we recorded three songs with Fed. Yeah, and uh, I did like being with Fed in the studio. Like you know, Fed. Fed's uh, one of them who's just like, he will tell you if like, like we had one song; it was called uh, "Lost Cause," and mm. the the bridge was basically intro, and it works. It worked fine, but he's just like you know, I'm I'm not 100% on this because you're just repeating it. I think you should yeah. cut that out. So he cut the whole thing out of the... And then she record... Not the proper recording, but... The he, does pre, he, he, he does the pre-production, doesn't he? And then a month later, the actual yeah. recording. So, like, yeah. he cut that out and he's just like, I think you should just do something new and he'll put you on the spot and that, that can be pretty helpful, do you know what I mean? Like, you know... yeah. Ended up going into some like Chili Peppers funk and shit, and it's like it's quite good. It's mad. It sounded mad, you know. Mm. But like, yeah. but obviously, feds like, in the sound of feds like, feds like stuff sounds like produced. You know what I mean? That's not a bad thing. That's not a slight. I
0: mean, I get what you mean, but I mean, it's like it, it, I feel like in that sense, then maybe you, you might, you guys might have gone to the wrong producer because, I mean, yeah, for yeah. me. He's more of a. a Yeah, exactly. I get what you're saying. To me, he's more like a Fed, I think. And Fed, if you listen to this, no disrespect to you. He's more like, I'm not trying to put him in a box, but he's more like metal, really like commercial pop or pop. But like what what you guys are doing has got that oasis that the the, the, uh, the stone roses influence to it you know it's it's got to have that a bit bit of the rough
1: yeah this is exactly yeah. what I was saying but this was like what I was uh just uh, gonna get on it's just like it's hard to be in the studio with is is solid but what he did we my idea was because I think it's it me and maybe Jack the old singer um, Big Keith that uh, sort of said like you know he's done some stuff it sounds alright you know what I mean and it was like we we knew a, yeah. lot, a lot of what he because obviously he sends you his portfolio sends you his portfolio and shit do not he like what he's done yeah he's, yeah uh, not done and uh, we thought well it might be a different avenue where we're not going to some indie producer who's just going to sit there in his desk and just fucking click record and just like Oh, what do you think we should do for this bit? Oh, yeah, come, come fucking care less, mate. So that was true. the idea. That was the idea of going to Fed, but
0: yeah, the someone result... that cares, someone that cares. Like, even if it don't work out, and and you want someone that cares. Yeah,
1: but it's like where like, no, it's like now with Steve. Steve produces. Steve produces like he's in with the studio with us when we're in there. And then, like, him and Andy Bolam. I don't know if you know Andy. I don't know Andy. Um, I actually met Andy, but, you know, I've, I've like, know of Andy. Um, him and Andy do the mixing, and then Andy does the mastering. So, like, mm-hmm. Steve, Steve in the studio with us, you know, I mean, he will tell us if he thinks something's just... Uh, no, do you know what I mean? But yeah, he genuinely just, like, you know... We actually learned the thing from Fed of actually just like if you come up with an idea for a song, like going just through do it. it, yeah, going just through do it. it. One, once it's done, right, is there anything that can be done better? Do you know what I mean? So, definitely say, like, what took that on board for what with the Fed thing, but when uh, so like, we sort of do that ourselves anyway, in the mm. actual terms of writing the tunes, um, yeah, but. But when we get in with Steve and uh, he just it just leaves obviously he's there. He does does go offer hints and stuff, but genuinely generally just like uh, leaves us to yeah. our own devices. It sounds like
0: it's it sounds like you've got a similar workflow with Steve as to what we've got with me and well, the new lineup we has got with uh, with Dom. <laughs> Because uh, there's been moments like I'm in studio again next week and uh, there's been moments where we've had we've had like a five minute track and we've managed to trim it down to three minutes. Because yeah. there's just too much fat, you know what I mean? And it's like it's not that and we've reworked all the parts that were in five minutes, they are in the three minutes. It's just it's not uh it's not a dirge, it's not a chore to listen to anymore. anymore. And we've just gone, right, that's just I've tried something here. He's gone and he's gone. I try something here and try something here, and it's quite like a... better. But you've got to, you've got to open yourself up to those changes. Yeah, you are. You mean. have got.
1: Yeah, definitely. Because if you're going in there, going like, um, our oh, fucking songs are perfect. We're not going to need any fucking. I mean, you're going in there knowing, as a group, yeah, like knowing what you're doing. You're happy to go otherwise you. You fucking pissing in the wind if you don't actually like it going yeah. in there. You know what I mean? What's what? What you fucking waste of everyone's time, really? Exactly.
0: It's like uh, with with my writing process now. Like I've I've changed it. as quite the amount because like I've worked with Dom for a while now, and um, I I always check the guitar, bulls track. Like before, it used to be guitar, the layers. And then go and do the overdubs if it's even needed at that point. Yeah. It's working, it's working. It's slow, but it's coming on. It's a new process. um, You know.
1: Yeah, well, it's a good thing for us, is like, because the first first two songs we recorded with Steve was one, one was history, and the other one was a song called Take Me, which will be out at some point. It won't be the next one, but it'll definitely be out at some point. It's more, didn't want to, I was originally gonna go first actually, but it's a slower one. A bit more like a yeah. melodic kind of and like for the type of band we are when we don't have many songs like that to actually go with that first. It though, wouldn't you know, sell
0: you well, yeah. I get what you no. mean. It's all about your first impression.
1: Yeah, I mean like history, you know, we've got we've got other songs recorded that we actually all, you know, agree that, you know. We view it as history. We all love the fucking song, obviously, but we view it as like, you know, we've got better than history. And even take yeah. whatever. Always
0: put on your, put, always put out your weakest first is what I would do. So my, I, I've got, I've got these. Sorry, Jake. Uh, I'll just finish this now. go. no worries, no worries. Um, my, uh, my philosophy now is: last time I released for Insidia, I put out my strongest first, and from then I put out my weakest second, and then uh, we put out another strong one, then we put out a weaker one. Nah, only one of the weaker ones was good, but the best way to do it, in my opinion, is you put out your weakest, and you work out up to your strongest, and that's what I'm going to do this time, because that way, if they like your weakest, they're going to like the one after, and they're going to like the one after that even more. And you know what I mean? It's just going to build and build, yeah, it and build.
1: up. I mean... It's not a thing i mean what i'd say to that is uh obviously perceptive thing i mean like it music fan you know what yeah. what you know what you put out what you thinks eh, it's decent you know how many how many hits have been had from a band just putting out something that was oh not yeah, to be yeah tied i get what you it. mean
0: they, they turn around the and they go hit. oh yeah it's the it's usually the one because it's like I've said to uh, the new singer, I said, it's usually the one that you, you, you don't expect it to be.
1: Yeah, and the same with some of your best songs are the ones that are like knocked out in like five minutes. Mm. You know, because, because like there's nothing wrong. And not all of them, because obviously some, sometimes you have to re- every song's different. Some, some of them you have to like work at and work at. And the only reason you don't fucking quit out of frustration is because you know. There's something there that you can't just fucking bin off, you know. Yeah,
0: exactly. You, it's just, it's it as it, even if it's just one hook, it's that one hook. Speaking of anyway, well, Jake, do you have education around music, such as going to college for it or uh, uni? Uh.
1: Yeah, uh, I went to, uh, start off at Norton College. I started off in secondary school. I subbed one of oh. my GCSEs out to go to Red Tape every week. Yeah. Which is where I first started uh, getting uh, into the educational side of it. But um, cause I never really did. Because GCSE, GCSE music at school was just shit. <laughs> it's just yeah. like...
0: I See, I never did it.
1: That's so all I wouldn't know. See, I was never, I, I didn't play guitar till I was in like year 10 anyway. And obviously, you already into your GCSEs by then. Yeah. I mean, it's, always, it, it's always interesting, but obviously, knowing, knowing how many hits the Beatles, I wasn't particularly much use in that They're kind of thing. But, um, but uh, and then from that went Norton, Norton College which was actually the last year it was opened. So that's 14, 15 year. uh, Obviously met met a few people, Um, you being one, George, you know, quite a few people doing that. And then we moved to Hillsborough, which is where obviously met Matt and met uh, Jack, the old singer. And that's where the band first started. Yeah. Was, uh, I think, like halfway into the first year at Hillsborough. And, uh, yeah, so it started from there. It's good. Like, I was never, I never, obviously never, never particularly took the course massive. You know, you're there to learn, and I did obviously learn from it, but never took the course massively seriously. Yes, I get you. So it's, yeah. uh, you know, cause I'm not. I'm not the. Uh, in terms of playing, I'm not. Uh, I'm not a fucking magician guitar. Anyone who tests to see me play, I I do what I do, and I I do what I do fairly well. Yeah, you I know, get
0: you. Yeah. You you I'm, serve your role, sort of thing.
1: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not there. Even in the band, I'm not there to like. Like Mark can play guitar, like, you know, mm. as in like. He can, what he actually does on the song is probably like, you know, he can do a lot more, let's say, musically dynamic in terms of playing and technical ability, not in terms of songwriting, but in terms of technical ability, Mark can do more than he actually does for the band. Mm. Right, whereas if if Mark writes a tune, I'm just like, seems like it might be difficult to play. I'll tell you what, you play that (laughs) bit. You play that bit. I'll play the chords. You know what I mean. But I, I enjoy playing the fucking chords. Anyway, that, that as I don't know how it is for you with our actual ability, but for me, like playing the chords can be like way more fun a lot of the time than playing I the, mean, the lead. Yeah, I get you. I mean, for me, when
0: I play Ritz, when I write Ritz, I'm thinking of like the prog band that I were in, and that obviously I'm going down a rabbit hole. But, like, when I were writing those riffs and those solos and that, I, I found the riffs more fun. The solos were challenges, but it's because it was like progressive metal solos. So it was basically absolute silly bollocks on solo parts. But riff parts, I mean, I find in general riff, like riffing and doing the rhythm is more fun than doing solos. Yeah. Um, Because, like, you can, I mean, it depends on what sort of rhythm player you are. But for me, I, I'd like to be doing like this chord k- subs So like... You know, that sort of stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. With a little
0: lead line. So I find it very really fun and cathartic because it's just, you, you know, like, right, I'm just mixing together these techniques and it sounds like pure chaos. So that's the way is when you're in a prog band and it's the style of prog that Apex District worked. Um yeah, but, yeah. You, you know, it's like obviously doing I don't know, it it depends on rhythm you threw me, really. I might find it boring, I might find it entertaining, but then there's stuff like it's like it's like you said red hot chili peppers, there's stuff like Snow Hair where I'd look at playing rhythm for that for all song and I'd actually want to cry because it's punishing this fuck. Yeah, did
1: a little, <laughs> little, little, little little but uh my whole attitude, uh, obviously, it's different for me and you because it's not the same genre. But, yeah. like, you know, I'd i would never viewed simple as a bad thing. No, no, some of the best riffs in history are
0: simple, like my, fa- my perhaps one of my favourite metal bands of all time, uh, Black Sabbath. All oh, riffs are a piece of this. A baby Yeah. Could play them.
1: Yeah, I know, Even I play a few sub songs, but it see. Sometimes it's the it's the thing of like this is a whole thing that like not about you, but like a lot of metal guitar, particularly through college that I met. Uh, they're all. I there know who college, you're on about. Well, on. yeah, one main one, but yeah, there's a there's a couple. They're going. Oh, look at me! I'm fucking. Oh, I can't. It's like with Johnny Mars on about Eddie Van Allen, like seeing Van Allen, and it's just like it was just funny, like, whoa, look at how fucking fast my hands are. Wow, aren't I amazing? It's, you know, like, and it, yeah. it's the whole thing of just like that whole like, like looking down, da- like I don't, I don't agree with the whole looking down on people.
0: I wanted to, but the thing is, is uh is, is that what I appreciate about him is not only does he serve the song but he shows a lot of restraint and discipline while he does it. Speaking of which, as we're getting quite late on into the interview, I've got one last question for you. Uh, You're playing a gig soon, you guys. Where is it and uh, when? And can we expect to hear some new...
1: Um, gigs, yeah, we've got a few lined up that are co- we've got a few that are in the works that we can't really confirm yet. But, uh, yeah, we've got up to now, although we probably do want to get another gig in maybe before that cause before that, our first gig was going to be tram lines, yeah. And uh, I just <laughs> kind of thought, I think like everyone in the band had that thought as well, just like. You want a couple of gigs before that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you
0: want to warm up for it.
1: Yeah, getting get, get to you because obviously this lineup—the last gig
0: no played,
1: man. last gig we played there's only me and Matt in the band that's still in it now. So
0: mm.
1: when, like, yeah, you said like warm up, we get into the lineup you're in. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, just you know, get we, comfortable with each other, understand each other's cues. You know, understand. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: it's where, it, like, wear, it in, like, wear yeah. it in a bit. Like yeah a um, bit.
0: Yeah, get comfortable with your set list.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because that's whole thing about being a struggle of a band that's like sort of starting now. And like when I was going back to be on about being signed as like, you know, we haven't even really done a gig in this lineup. Do you know what I mean? It's a fucking
0: yeah. It's a, it it, it makes everyone part. Pressure, Kind of gives you a bit more pressure, but what I'd say is like I I, I remember first and last gig, uh, <laughs> um, and we we, we were fucking shitting ourselves to the point where we got fucked. I mean, we spent a full day getting fucked. I mean, like proper fucked. And we showed yeah. up to gig and we still. We still did well. I watched the videos back. I think the only thing, like, th- this is the thing. Right? if you if you've released your music, if you've got songs that are out, focus on nailing those songs more than the songs that aren't out because people yeah, yeah. know you fucked them up. Because we didn't have all out. So when the si- switching the second verse the first verse. No one noticed and they still loved her. And there were me who knew she'd fucked up. And there were her who were having a panic attack and therefore fucking up. Yeah. Having been released, it would have probably situation worse.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, it's a whole thing of, like, when you're on stage in a band, like, no one really notices a little fuck up. But, like, you know, someone makes... Even a, even a mate, unless it's a catastrophic, like, you know, the guitar strap fails and the fucking guitar breaks yeah. or something. But, like, even – no one really knows – a lot of people don't really notice them, especially if you haven't got anything released. No one really notices the major mistakes because there is ears not trained to it, but you still sort of look at yourselves and go, oh you fucked that up? Do you know what I mean? Like, You're always going to be, like,
0: even if, say, like, let's say – in the uh the gig situation we had. Let's say the uh, the verses hadn't been switched around by a singer. Yeah. Let's just say that that didn't happen. Uh, Even if I say struck a note so that the dynamic cause when you're playing acoustic, I'll tell you this, it's startling is what startled me. I got on stage and I'm used to like getting all amps up, you know, plugging in sound check a lot. It startled me how quick it was. You literally just sit down and you go in. You go in. You're just there and you're done and you go in and it (laughs) shit. And uh, you could you could on an acoustic, you can feel the no dynamic. And I felt one note. Like see if I just felt one note, the dynamic, the velocity of it was a bit less, just a bit, you could tell. And it was playing on my mind. It'd play on my mind all night. It's that sort of thing. You can't be too harsh on yourself, but you've got to be just harsh enough.
1: Yeah, but it's like it's like anything in it. Yeah, if you care about what you're doing, like speaking from a musical point, you care about what you're doing. Like you will hang on with them. It's like anything. If you're football, oh yeah, you know, you know you score your own goal, right? Even if it, you know, you're just doing. It was an accident, kind of thing. Anything in life where it's just yeah. an accident, still it'll, it'll you still keep your mind.
0: It'll keep you up <laughs> at night, that sort of shit. It'll keep yeah, you up I- at night, you, you, you'll lose sleep. Like, t- f- f- yeah. night. you'll be there, like, Jake Johnson's just there and bed and he's going right. right.
1: <clears> right.
0: Well, my string snapped during the Bruce section of history. Shit.
1: Yeah, that has happened. Um, I've got a bit of a habit of breaking strings, to be fair. That's so why I play 12-gauge now.
0: <laughs> uh, you see, I see, I'm light like, as a fucking fairy when I play, I can play on, like, 8-gauge and make them last. Anyway, anyway, was, Jake, what, what, mate. What, what, before on. you
1: say that, I'm just going to finish your question. But what I was saying, uh, in terms of the gigs, we've got one at uh, West Street Live and then we've got Made of at Tram Lines. Uh, and then one at Sydney and Matilda. We've also played Barnsley live in October. But the main yeah. one, the main one at the minute we've got coming up is uh, at the Crown in Hillsborough, seventh of August.
0: That's in Sheffield, guys, in England, the UK. <laughs>
1: Excuse me,
0: but yeah, not in her. <laughs> it's in England, the UK.
1: <laughs>
0: Sorry, Gabe. I hate to get you there.
1: New bully. But, uh, yeah, so, we've got about five five or six lined up all together, somewhat finalised, but, yeah.
0: Got, yeah. got to, be, to,
1: right. to um, get back there.
0: No worries. Right, is, so, what is your Instagram handle so everyone can find
1: you? <coughs> God, again. Uh, it's not COVID, by the way. Um So, oh, the it. Twin Sons handle is uh, at Twin Suns 2021. Um, so we've got uh, obviously, got the Facebook, which is just Twin Sons, you can find it on there fairly easily. It's got Twitter as well, but the main ones the Insta and the Facebook to so like really, if you really want to know what we're doing, that's all there. Um, and obviously, new singles out, Spotify, Deezer. Bandcamp, tidal, Apple Music, whatever whatever tickles you fancy. Yeah. Um, it's all there. And uh, obviously the next one shouldn't take as long as the first ones come out, hopefully, but <laughs> you never know. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: righty then. So anyway, guys, uh thanks for listening. Uh, and Jake, thanks for joining. Yeah.
1: No worries. Pleasure. Awesome.
0: No worries. Uh, it's been awesome talking to you. Uh, we'll have to catch up soon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe have Definitely. you on again. Maybe get bring another member on with you next time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. i would be up for that. All right. Find one of the others. Yeah. Awesome.
0: I'm going to end the podcast then, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, yeah. yeah. Thank you,
1: everybody. Thank you. All, all right. right.
0: See you next time. Bye.
1: Au revoir.